Hey, we got everybody in the first try. There we go. What's going right. on? What's going on? I got, I got Hunter. I got everybody. Let's kick it off. Here we go. All right. Welcome to MVD Most Valuable Dad, episode two. Two episodes in. Uh, big news. We've already got a sponsor. I'm going to kick it to Hunter, and he's going to give you the sponsorship. All right, so the second episode is sponsored by Kayla Overly, Cincy Consultant. Um, her website is wortheverycent.com. C-E-N-T. Uh, there is a link. Uh, once you go to that website, MVD orders, and you can place an order, and um, we'll be able to give shout-outs for people that have ordered. Um, again, that's worth every cent.com. Um, she's got all kinds of deals, all kinds of specials. So it's good stuff. It smells great. It's not too girly and it's chill. It's not blow up in your face stuff. Everybody probably knows about Cincy, but if you don't, I love it. We use it. In our I house. love it. I use it in my truck. One of my biggest things is the, what the pod, the little yeah, fan thing with the pod. So those are awesome. Nate, are you are you a Scentsy man? I'm a I'm I'm a use it after I take a shit type spray. Oh, the spray, the spray, yeah, the spray, the spray. Yeah, yeah. yeah, that thing that nice. covers up some poop too. Yes, yeah, it does. Sure. 100%. All right. <laughs> so, all right. <laughs> hey, hold on. Before I want to cut you off. So, uh, going back what? to our first uh, podcast, we were talking about golfing and that contraption that uh, locks into the golf cart. Yeah. I uh, said that I would look that up and I would share that info with uh, everybody. And I have bad news. It is no longer being developed. It Shit. is gone. But We're going to find a new one. Or MVD golf cart buggy for kids. Oh, shit. Now we're, now we're, we're slinging products already? <laughs> we're slinging something. It was an idea, so we'll see. So the, so the goal is what I want to do after – so, I mean, this first week was just trying to get established, get the people. We had a lot of good listeners. Thanks for coming out, guys. Uh, had some feedback. Uh, you know, last episode, we were just kind of hitting on all cylinders, parenting, getting to know us, what we're about, little things here and there. Now we're going to, you know, we're going to go into each episode. We're going to dive into our topic. My biggest thing this week is I'm going to try to get some social media going maybe an instagram and a facebook a place for you guys the listeners to reach out to us for uh and a place for also like nate's talking if he finds that product we can post it on instagram you guys can get that link and you can go ahead so on today's episode and i will definitely i'm going to share it on my facebook everybody will share it. probably most of these people know us personally if not you know, when you listen to it, share that podcast, get it out there so we can get as many followers. We want to help out as many dads because this is what it's all about, man. It's helping dads and, you know, just learning life struggles. So today's episode is a big one. We're just, we're going to go ahead and we're going to acknowledge that huge ass elephant standing in the corner of the room called COVID. You know, parenting during COVID, it's a big thing. I'm probably not going to be a huge part of this episode. I'd like to think of myself as the interviewer. Because I do have a kid, but I had it in COVID, so I don't know what it's like to parent throughout COVID. So basically, I'm just going to sit here and interview Nate and Hunter. I'm going to ask them questions. They're going to shoot off, and you know we're going to go through basically like that. I think the best way to start is 
Okay, I'll start with you, Hunter, because I think your life was probably right, based on your whole life. Do you think like has your life been like totally changed by COVID? Like, I mean, work related, life related. Is there a lot of changes going on for you? I mean, de- definitely work related, um, life related. I wouldn't say. I mean, not really. I mean, it's changed for everybody, but for for me being a dad, I wouldn't say that it's changed like a lot but at the same right. time i mean it has because yeah it you know there's there's things that i never used to have to worry about before like you know levi wears a mask when we go to walmart and i wear a mask when i go to walmart um and he's really good about keeping his mask on the entire time that we're there but it's i mean i never thought you know that i would have to worry about my son wearing a mask who's almost three going into yeah. you know walmart so i mean right. it, i wouldn't say it's been it hasn't like altered like abruptly altered my life but i mean there's been right. some challenges and there's been some changes that you know we've had to make that i I didn't think that i would ever have to do right right same question for you nate what do you think my situation i think's a little different than most people uh, right we are very blessed to be both of us as parents to be able to work from home sarah works from home i run my business out of my house so we have our kids every day anyway i guess the only you know crazy struggle is is explaining the current situation when your son's like mom and dad why are they wearing the masks and then trying to you know have them understand right about and and you know just help them understand what the pandemic really is and how it can affect people because i mean even if you try to explain it the best you can even if like you say people are getting sick he still is not going to understand it right Um, if i had to say there was a struggle is we have him in pre, uh, preschool three days out of the week. And yeah. if there's any kid that's in his class that has been uh, <clears throat> somewhat, what's the word I'm looking for? If it, like his mom, if their mom and Symptom. dad, yeah, contact, yeah, the contact trace. They, that, I was trying to look for the, the, the correct verbiage here. Uh, yeah, we're If they were contact trace, then the entire class has to shut down for 14 days so then you know he's used to a a schedule we're, we're big on schedules here in the house and then yeah you know monday tuesdays and thursdays he's going to school well then he wakes up and he's like why am i not going to school well buddy you know this and they have to explain it all again why he the school shut down and right. so on and then you know obviously we put him in preschool so we can get our work done you know two kids in the house yeah you know Sarah's like, well, I got some stuff done or I got to get things done. And I'm like, well, I've got some stuff I got to get done too. So, you know, that's one reason we put him in preschool. So, you know, that gives us time to do, you know, what needs done to, you know, obviously provide for our family. And yeah. when he's got, when he's home in those two weeks, it just, it puts a big wrench in the fire and we're like, okay, things are going to struggle for two weeks, but you know, it is what it is. We can't do anything about it. And once school opens back up, he'll be there. But I mean, other than that, they've always been home. I mean, we've always been able to parent them together at home. So it's really not been a big, big issue on our end. Yeah. I think like the more that I look at it, I think that the biggest changes would be for parents with kids like, you know, that are teens, you know, you got sporting events, going to bigger schools, doing stuff like that. You know, the blessing, I, I, I think maybe there's a small blessing of having younger children, you know, three, they're still, they're not into that school system, but right. Like you say, Nate, it's all about schedules, and your kids just—they don't understand when their schedules fling. Uh, also, for all the listeners, 
Nate and his wife are not slinging drugs. I know that you want to say it's like hard, hard to believe two, two, two people together are both working from home and it's all, it's legal. I wish he was slinging drugs, but he's not. Um, so next. Hey, to, uh, hold on to add to that real fast. Um, yeah. The, the, the people like you said that have the kids that are in the teens or even in grade school, like, you know, elementary school and parents both work and have nine to five jobs. Yeah, those kids that can't go to school, I can't imagine the stress it puts on those those parents having to find a babysitter or having to go to your boss saying, "Hey, look, you know, is there any way I can work from home because I can't? I don't. My kid's at home. He's he's ten years old. I can't leave my son at home for eight hours a day with nobody watching him or supervising him. You know, right. I mean? or you've got or you've got your fifteen, sixteen, seventeen year old." you know, son who's, you know, got all this testosterone and, you know, he's growing up and starting to, you know, like girls. And, you know, how, how do you, how do you focus on that? Like I, I, I'm at my job and my son's got all these, all these girls coming over and I'm just hoping for the best. I mean, let's be honest. Are you going to be, are you really going to be upset about that though? You're like, uh... I mean, I'm, as, as a father, as a father, I'm not upset about it. It's just, it's just like, man, it's just something that you have no control over and, it's it could be scary at that point. So you parents out there that that have the kids that are in grade school and the teens that are having to be at home and you guys are going through that, I commend you for it. God bless you. It, it's got it's got to be rough. God bless the testosterone. All you kids, <laughs> <laughs> you guys, all you guys out there, the, your kids just figuring out they have boners. Now they're home alone. They've got access. <laughs> So I will say, uh, I, I know so much about the school system because my dad's a bus driver. He loves it. They actually at Frankton, they were offering, they offered before, they offered daycare for not just K through six, but also junior high through senior year, which to me, I thought was, I don't, I don't know, maybe <laughs> let me get old for a second. One, I, I figure once you're in junior high, you can stay home alone, but that's just me. That's just me. I don't – I mean, I, I get it. You're worried about your son at 16, but at some point, he should be able to stay home, right? No, I agree with you at that. Yeah. 100%. 100%. Younger I, kids would be – yeah, younger. Like, I mean, I feel like – like, I don't know if I'm totally on, but I think, like, you know, Hunter, you had some, like, daycare – because both of you, like, daycare just basically – they shut those down, and, like, you guys were relying on that. You know, versus if you were having an older child that, okay, you can stay home, you can take care of yourself. You guys have these these humans that need 24-7 surveillance. And yeah. that just said, well, we're not doing that anymore. I'm, I'm just – I want to say this right now. Daycare is – it is it is worse than drugs, man. I mean, they are just – they know it. They know what they that they can just bend you over. Like, hey, we have a daycare. Mm-hmm. We have a daycare. But it's going to cost you this much, and we we're going to cost you fifty yeah. a week per kid. And we're not even saying that it's eligible. Like every time you're like, "Oh, this daycare is amazing," and I'm like, "Oh, let me get in," and they're like, "Up, oh, they're full up," and I'm like, "Oh my!" And there's God. a there's a waiting there's a waiting list of about a hundred uh, kids right. right now. So it's crazy. So yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, daycare is a real struggle. Um, did you guys? I mean, yeah, we're dads. We work. Did your guys' jobs? Did it change crazy? Like, you know, not so much fatherhood, but just like being a dude at work. 
Did you guys stop working completely? Did it slow down? How did it go for you? Well, I mean, um, I'll take this one first. <laughs> you want for it? Uh, well, uh, obviously, in my industry, as an insurance salesman, you know, everybody just because of COVID, you know, they can't drop their homeowner's insurance or their car insurance. It's a, it's a, a product that everybody has to have, right? Yeah. Now, it's up, to, it's up to you to decide if you want it or not, but the risk, you know, outweighs the, the whole situation. I mean, but people not being able to go to work and having hardships with money, absolutely. Have I had people call me and say, hey, you know, it's been tough. We need to reevaluate, you know, can we, I'm trying to save a penny here and there. Can we take a look at the insurance and see if I can get it cheaper? That's really, honestly, all I've seen from this whole pandemic and this whole situation. So I'm blessed to be in an industry that has not really affected me. I can work every single day. I couldn't imagine, you know, losing my job or being furloughed because, you know, they just can't pay you. I mean, I, I, I just couldn't imagine. So I imagine people are, people are actually wanting to talk to their insurance agent. Like, I think before we were all so busy, like we didn't want to talk to people that I, mean, were, I, I would agree with that. So, I, I, I haven't seen any new ones. I mean, it's been pretty, pretty level. I haven't seen an uptick in, you know, sales. It's been pretty consistent for the, you know, the four years I've been on my own and with the pandemic hitting, it's pretty much been the exact same. But like I said, she, people have just been calling in saying, hey, can we take a look at it, which is also n- normal. That's not a, a thing that's unheard of, but I think it was more during the pandemic than it has in, in the past. Yeah. What I mean, about you, Hunter? I mean, we, I mean, I work for a company where uh, our biggest customers are GM, Subaru, Ford, Tesla. I mean, when those guys shut down, it was it was a skeleton crew at work. You know, we went down to eighty five people working there, or from eighty five people working there to, you know, we did a rotating layoff. We did a call in list. I worked from home for a little while just because of the position that I'm in, and then I got called back to work to to run a line, which is something that I haven't done in, you know, two years, but. Um, I mean, we went from, you know, 85, 86 people down to, there was three cars in the parking lot. Um, I took the voluntary layoff for three weeks. Um, and then I went back, but I mean, we, we've hired everybody back since, but it's, I mean, it was a real shock. I, I'd never been laid off before, you know, I mean, I've been, I've quit jobs or I've been, you know, found something different, but you know, I'd never been like laid off and had the unknown of, am I going to have a job in three weeks as GM and then going to open back up so I could go back to work. Um, so that was, that was like a real eye opener. I mean, it was, it was kind of scary because I mean, as a lot of people know, like I just added on to my house. Um, so it's like that was getting done and then COVID happened. So, I mean, it was a lot of uncertainty. Luckily, you know, for me, Kayla works for the post office, so the mail never stops. Um, Mail never yeah, stopped. never stopped. So uh, it was nice, though. But to kind of touch on like the daycare thing, you know, our daycare permanently closed. Um, so I took that voluntary layoff just so that way we would have childcare. Yeah, um, I had to use some of my vacation days when I went back just so that way we had childcare. Um, I mean, luckily we are fortunate enough to now to have somebody that lives a block and a half from us that we are friends with watch Levi and soon to be watching Samara. But, 
I mean, it, it was a struggle. I mean, you know, the struggle was real for, you know, three, four, five months. Um, but it is definitely made me value, you know, pre COVID more than, than what I did when I was there. So listeners are going to be driving around your house looking for that, that girl watching your kid now. <laughs> like that, yeah. that's the struggle with daycare. They're like, yeah. why is availability? Does she, is she open? Could she take five out? <laughs> Another thing that made me laugh while you were talking, you said you had 86 people and you went down to three cars. And I was like, listen, if you work with a highly Hispanic group, <laughs> Three cars doesn't really say that you're going down. Right. You might still have six employees. Right. But I love all Mexicans. This is just more everybody know that. But that was, hey, it's a good joke, okay? It is. It's a good joke. Um, if you got – all right, so you're spending a lot of time at home. I have not. My, my job is – I don't know. Business is booming. Wives are home. And they want to get those projects done. <laughs> I don't know what, you know, construction. I was like, okay, people are, you know, it's like, what are we going to cut back on? Uh, my first thing would be like, well, we're probably not going to do all those projects. We have in mind. Nope. Exact opposite, man. People are wanting no, to spend money. Oh, yeah. They're mm-hmm. like, I'm sitting at home. I'm looking at this bathroom. I'm looking in my backyard. There's no pole barn. We got to get it done. Decks. Decks was a huge thing. Everybody built decks. I'm sorry for all you dads that had to build a deck. I work in the business. Uh, probably my least favorite thing is to build a deck. I just, I don't know. I think you just, they're redundant and they just get to the point where it's just like walk. It's like riding a bike, but it's not fun. So I'm sorry for all the dads that had to build decks. Um, let me think. I'm trying to put this. What is your most, what has been the biggest lifesaver for you guys? I mean, your humanity, not, I mean, fatherhood, dudehood, like what has been the biggest thing for you that has just kept you going? For me, it's been sports. Like, I mean, the sports seasons have been, to say the least, weird as shit, you know? There's no fans in the stands, you know, shortened seasons, not a lot of stuff going on. But, I mean, for me, if we didn't have sports, I would have probably – killed something by now but i mean this one's easy what oh is it alcohol uh well no that's that's all the time that's that's never been a a new thing to me he's always an alcoholic um so video games oh yeah i've never i've never been a big video game guy and sarah can contest to this but when it happened Call of Duty, I got the, the headset. I've never owned a headset, whatever, and then everybody got it. And it's like I you know, we talked on it last week. It's date night with the guys down in the basement. Yeah, that is your social outlet. You, you, that's you know all what I mean? That's my social hour. And I, I we're blessed to have a couple of babysitters that, you know, we can call on a you know, on a flip of a hat and they'll be here so we can go out and, sure. you know, try to be as social as possible. But when it was die hard where every restaurants, bars, everything was yeah. you know, shut down. It was basement, on the couch, re- legs reclined, put the headset on, and I can have my guy time, and I can be social. Yeah, I think I think it's beautiful. I mean, I kind of I kind of agree with both of those. You know, I'm a big sports guy, so, um, you know, having I mean, there's sports that I never even watched before that I was watching just because it was sports. You know, I was watching cornhole. Exactly, I'm watching dude. <laughs> I, 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 that's my goal now. Like, I want to be like a professional cornhole 
player, or I don't even know what they call it, a corn holder, or I don't know. But I mean, holding some corn. He's got the damn, but he's got the damn board. Yeah, 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 I'm just measuring out. He's practicing that. Yeah, I mean, but at, at the same time, you know, I agree with Nate because I'm the same way. Other than the fact that I have. I'm, I don't know what, 10 years younger than Nate, and I have had Call of Duty in my life for a lot longer and video games that I've done. But, you know, I just, I, I like to play Call of Duty. I like to play, you know, MLB or NASCAR or hunting games or whatever it may be. But there's nothing better than like being super stressed during the week and having stuff going that you can't control and then just, Killing some people on Friday night on a video game, you know, drinking some beer and just taking all your stress out and just having a good time with the guys. Or even if you're just playing with some random people, you know, it's, it's a good outlet and it's, you know, it's, it's, it's just a good way to, you know, kind of relax. It's a good place. What? Well, a little cliff note. He he doesn't really kill right. people. Yeah, I don't. Right. right. I know. Right. <laughs> I, I but I tap. And then I'm the spectator for everybody, yeah. so I can tell them where everybody's at. But you know, I know my role, uh, and I'm comfortable with it. So, I mean, sports sports is definitely there. I mean, I do that every week, you know, with the lessons and you know, coaching. So for me, it's you know, what is there that I don't do on a daily basis that I can you know go to that allows me to de-stress. Right. And I think that's you know the video games and putting that headset on and being down here where it's quiet as hell i can turn the lights off and it's just like a like a theater type situation i can just relax well let's give a hand to nate nate's been getting some home projects done real proud (laughs) i know that his his significant other is real excited and uh hey honestly that's that's where i thought you were going with this whole the whole uh projects thing i was gonna i thought you I was gonna throw you out there. You're getting it. You're get. Hey, dude, home projects are the worst. I mean, maybe for, I don't know. Like, I can't speak from your guys' angle, but like for me, it's like, hey, do you like, hey, Nate, would you like to do insurance for free, on your right, free right. time? Like, <laughs> that's what it is being a construction worker. You have the skill, you know what you're doing, but at the same time, you're like, this is stupid. Call of Duty. I do want to give a shout out. If there's three guys out there that they've just dominated the world and they need a challenge. I am the perfect dead weight. I will get you killed. I will die multiple <laughs> times. And if, if you need to up that level, also PGA 2K. Yes. Is that what it is? Yes. PGA 2K. Is, is, 2K, is it 2K21? Is it 2K21? Did they call it 21? I'm not sure if they did or not. Yes. I think they did. That game Whatever. was legit. Best fucking game ever. I just want to let you know, if you don't like golf games, I don't care. This game rocks. Yeah. Like, the step up from PGA to that, the the last one, which was, what, 2019? It's unbelievable. Video games – video games have probably saved a lot of marriages. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, I will say there are quite a few babies being born right now. So the COVID baby situation, that's the thing. Um, I'd like to say I had my baby before uh, I consummated my child before everything went down. But is there any – all right, this is my thing. I've seen this. I don't know if you guys have. But, you know, as terrible as COVID is, I think there are some little blessings that have come from this. Like, first of all, I think it's a huge thing just for everybody. Like, there's a lot of people working from home that weren't working from home. And I think there are companies realizing – that these people can work from home 
giving them Absolutely. more family time. I think it's been, been a great year. I think that I think that's been the biggest blessing in disguise is companies realizing that hey, these people can be productive at home, and you're giving a lot of these people, uh, you know, you're giving a lot of people a chance to stay home with their families now. Maybe not for first responders. Shout out first responders. You guys are the best. My wife's a rad tech. Anybody, nurses, doctors, radiologic technologists, everybody going down. Uh, you guys are the bomb. So you guys are great. I want to give a shout out. Also, I forgot before we even started the episode, happy new year. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, so happy new year to you guys and everything. But if you guys think, what are some blessings that have come from COVID? Oh man, Nate, I'll let you That's take this it. one. It, it's hard for me because, like I said, it's really not changed, you know, my daily life whatsoever. I mean, it's it's Nate's it, at home twenty four seven. He's a home. That's the way it is. And then I, the only time I leave is to go to the gym or I go to you know teach baseball. But you know, before yeah. COVID hit, Sarah and I were always at home together. We're always at home with the kids together. You know, so it's really not changed who we are. To be honest with you, that's a that's a tough question. I can't grasp anything truly. I, I honestly would say if there was, I could do that for everybody else. Saying, you know, the people that that you just harped on being able to work from home, you know, being able to be home with their yeah. kids. In my opinion, that is a blessing. I'm going to give you guys a lighter blessing just to maybe help you guys out. One of my favorite blessings. Um, okay, Chad loves Subway. Favorite sandwich from Subway is a 12 inch. 12-inch Subway Club. All right, if anybody out there loves Subway, Subway Clubs used to come with roast beef, okay? I'm not a roast beef fan. If you are, you're a psycho. I don't know who likes roast beef. I've never had somebody say, I just want a roast beef sandwich. That's what I'm craving right now. It's like you stick to ham, turkey, chicken. I don't even know where roast beef comes from. I do, but I'm just like, that's where I'm at with roast beef. So what happened during COVID? I don't know what happened, but there was a roast beef shortage. They took the roast beef off the Subway Club, and guess what? They put bacon on it. Yes, you're welcome. Greatest thing ever in my life that has happened because of COVID is that the Subway Club went from roast beef to bacon. Chad? And that is how shallow I am. (laughs) Did you just become a basic bitch? Oh, I'm the basic. I I own up. If I'm if I'm ooh, on the subway, ooh, ooh, ooh. Dude, it's a it's a chicken bacon ranch. It's a meatball sub. It's the. What are you talking about? I don't have double meat, dude. I can't. I don't have. Why are you going? Why Why are you going to I'm subway to make like, a sandwich that you can make at home? Go to subway to make a sandwich that you can't make at home. Well, I'm paying somebody <laughs> else to make it. <laughs> like, why the fuck do we do anything that we do outside? Like, I. Can't I can make a steak, but I go to Texas Roadhouse. I can probably figure out how to make their butter, but I like their gold because we love to go to restaurants and sit on our ass and have people wait on us. That's the American way. That's exactly – dude, I love Subway. I used to be a Buffalo chicken guy. Another thing, since you guys aren't thinking of any blessings because you're probably good people and this makes me a terrible person because I'm thinking of good things in COVID um, – I did when they had restaurants open, like they were doing the fifty percent. There was like nicer restaurants that were spread out, and that was awesome because I know like uh shit. What Ocean, Ocean Prime, shout out Ocean, Ocean Prime. Prime, by Ocean, far my favorite Ocean restaurant. Prime. 
you want play. you want to play, get their uh, their eight ounce on in. It's phenomenal. Yeah. So Ocean Prime, you're welcome. But Ocean Prime, like places like that, they really try to cover their square footage, and you kind of feel like you're squeezed oh, yeah. in there. And like thanks, and with COVID, six feet, man. Now you're spreading out, and that's when it's oh, oh. I'd pay extra money for like like it's like it's like a like a cabin in a yep. airplane. You know, I would pay extra room for more lake space at a restaurant. So that's another big blessing for me is restaurant space. Um, also, I hate people, so I don't have to see as many of those. Um, having a baby, Nate. I want to know what it's like to have a child in the normal time. Because I even say I can say this for Hunter because I know he had his first baby during flu season, so it was still kind of the same situation. So, I mean, Nate, have you had a child during the normal days of life? Yeah, I mean, let's be honest. Both children, Sarah's pregnancies were both uneventful. Nothing happened. Easiest thing ever. I I feel like she was honestly put on this earth to bear children. It's that simple for her. Um, now attitude wise, you know, you know, every, every, every woman, you know, probably doesn't love to be pregnant. There are some out there, you know, they're, you know, hormones are all whacked out. So obviously there's, there's some attitudes that come with being pregnant that's given, but other than that, it's uneventful. Like I said, parents, family members were able to go to the, to the, to the hospitals. We've never had to take, have it. We've never had to have an yeah. issue with that. You know, and honestly, we've right. been in and out of the hospital our, when Remy was born. You know, they they discharged yeah. us a day early and said, "Hey, look, you're good to go." And it just it was just like we, we went normal. in, we got out. It was zero hiccups, zero heartaches, nothing to worry about, zero stress, and we came home and and here we are after the pandemic. So, I. I will say it is a luxury that people can't come to the hospital. It, it, I, oh, you know, I would say I, I would say the only downfall about that is trying to, you know, not be an asshole to people saying, "Hey, look, you know, we've got a full schedule with family coming in. You're just gonna have to see the you're you're just gonna have to see the exactly. baby when when we're home and have to come over." See, and I will. I didn't yeah, have to I do will that. say with with Levi, you know, Chad touched on we had we had him during flu season, so only my mom and dad and Kayla's mom and dad could come up to the hospital somehow. Kayla's sneaky grandma snuck in there, <laughs> but my grandma. Yeah. So, but then you know when we had Samara, nobody was allowed up there, and it was awesome. Don't get me wrong, I oh, I loved it. when you know my mom and dad came up, and um, Kayla's mom and dad came up, and you know was able to see us in the hospital, and you know bring us food or you know whatever, just come hang out. But it was so nice, just me, Kayla, and Samara, just getting some time together with us before we came home and introduced her to Levi. I mean, you guys all know my son and yeah. my kid's a freaking terrorist. Yeah. Not like, Cash. A, not like, not like yeah. really a terrorist, but cash was the same like way. Cat, <laughs> cash was the same way. We uh, sat, we, we sat him on the bed character. and put Remy on his lap and he w- pushed her away. Like she was a three-year-old. He's like, no, <laughs> get this, what is this thing? Get it away from me. Yeah. Oh yeah. He knew. He's like, I'm not uh, sharing yeah. attention. I'm not sharing but, attention uh, with this. See, the downfall of that is when on both times I've actually gotten gifts every time. Like you would think like people would be thinking about the mom who's sitting in bed and, you know, bring things like I get brought with, I get, I get brought (laughs) bourbon. 
you know, obviously she's 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 sitting in bed and she can't eat. So you know, the last one with Remy, yeah, we got bad for her. Her water broke at like two a.m. We're at the hospital. Her mom brings me a breakfast sandwich at like six a.m. My mom brings me a breakfast sandwich at six a.m. Like at seven, and Sarah's just sitting in bed going like, "What the fuck?" And I'm going, "Hey, hey don't right? look at me. I'm just the guy that's sitting here. I didn't ask for it." And then you know, obviously, yes. Yeah, shout, shout out, out Sarah. Sarah. And then uh, obviously. You know, my brother shows up and brings me, you know, some bourbon. And I'm like, well, and she's like, are you really going to drink? Well, I mean, it would be, it would be disrespectful not to drink it. It was, it was given. I mean. (laughs) I love it. It's like, oh shit, my brother's about to have a baby. Where's the bourbon? We got to get the bourbon to the hospital. Yeah, it's it. It's no no longer the days of bringing the, the cigars when somebody has a baby. It's, you know, let's bring some bourbon. Let's bring some masks. Let's get some masks going, people. My gosh. I just I like listen, for all dads out there, gonna be dads, you are dads. If you're in the hospital and times get back to normal, don't feel bad saying no. Those people can come see you Absolutely. when you get home. Absolutely. Uh and the best the best part about when people come see you at home is ninety eight percent of these people will bring you dinner. Well, they will ask you for the show. Yes, yes, it's an obligation, and it is. Everybody knows, like, like we're going over there at, at night. Yeah. We're we're gonna have to bring them something, right? It's yeah, like the do. first day that Chad and Rachel got home. It's like two o'clock in the afternoon. Hey, dude, I'm bringing. I'm coming overnight. What you guys want for dinner? Uh, we would like Subway. Subway. Okay, give me your orders. I don't oh, yeah, care Subway. how much it is. I'm bringing you dinner because I want to see this baby. Oh man, that's the best part oh, about having kids. Oh, damn, now I'm not, now I'm gonna have to bring them some food because I haven't done that yet. Oh, you haven't come and seen the baby. Yeah. <laughs> well, I didn't know. I didn't know with the with the COVID times if you guys were accepting people. Well, I'm family, so I made both birthday parties for your children. You're right, and you haven't You're even right. asked. You're right. To, we only take visitors with food. Like that's how we well, do. It. We're like. People are like, "Can I see your child?" And I'm like, "Well, do you have food? <laughs> like, did you come empty hand? Like, are you empty handed? Then yeah. no. If, if I'm gonna, if I'm gonna expose my child to COVID, then I immediately, I, I at least need to be full. Well, like my child's full. I will I say, to be full. Yeah, I will say that uh, Rachel took the vaccine, and I don't know the way that it talks. It might pass on. I, I don't get the whole thing. Like they're like kids aren't affected by it because it's like I don't get no, that. No, dude, that, I'm hey, not that's, getting that's really ball. weird. So that's one thing I was like always kind of freaked out about. So they they, right. they say that if a baby gets a cold when it's still breastfeeding, that the mother's body naturally will create what the baby needs. Sure. Yeah. While breast like automatic like it's like, crazy, dude. Like the something about the body. baby latching on, and 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 that like infection or uh, virus is in the the baby's saliva, and the body's the the female's body detects it while it's breastfeeding, and then creates the the medicine the baby needs. So that makes sense. Well, if she if um, she got the the COVID vaccine, that she can pass it on while she's breastfeeding. That to me is just mind boggling. What the human body is capable of. <clears throat> Round of applause for titties, man. <laughs> They, they just like, yeah, like it starts out, you're just like, I love looking at them. I love playing with them. I love doing all these sexual things with them. But they turn around and save lives. Like they didn't even have to, and they did, man. Titties, bro. <laughs> what? Titties, man. My gosh. 
What else? Is there you go, fellas. There you go. There you go, dads. Make sure you're appreciating appreciating them. Appreciate titties. And I will. I want to warn dads. I don't know if this is for me, but you better be ready to be sexually frustrated. I don't know. I think it's because we were given a toy and now the toy has been taken away from us. But the wife shows you the toy all the time, unknowingly. Like, my wife is very exposed. You know, I mean, you're breastfeeding. So, in and out, up and down, things are uh, – there's a lot of boob action. Let's be honest. And I'm just Chad, you're now a kid having to share your toy with a, with a, with a child. And I'm just like, babe, you've got to be a little bit more respectful. You can't just <laughs> – you're just – like, you're throwing, you're throwing around these toys. And, I, like, I can't even – like, I, all I got to do is look at them. I can't even play with them. And this is the, I'm like, babe, you got to put them away. You got to put them away, man. She told me she was cold today, and I, and I told her to go put on her furry hat. And I said, if, if you come out here with that furry hat, and you, you pull out a boob, you better be ready to fight me. Because <laughs> that is just, I, I'm just saying. I'm, I don't know what it is, man. I mean, I, I mean I, I've always loved my wife, but now it's like, well, I want to touch you, and I can't. It's bullshit. And so, dads, prepare yourself for that. Hidden masturbation. Just <laughs> and we lost a handful of people there. <clears throat> just, kidding. Just, <laughs> just kidding. Just kidding. Just kidding. Just kidding. I will say a lot of our a lot of our listeners, fifty percent of our listeners, were women, which I'm I'm happy. I'm glad that women are listening. And listen, we will take feedback. If you want to call in and say, I wish my husband was doing this when doing being a dad or doing this, that, and the other. I'd love, that's what we're here I to think do. A, we want to learn. Think that's a great idea. I think that's a great because, idea. like, I was talking. I was talking to moms yesterday, and it's like you guys could do this, you guys could do that, and I'm just like, I listen. The sky's the limit because, really, I mean, maybe there is, but for me, it's just like, like when Rachel got pregnant, you know, it was like she was swarmed by friends giving all the women were giving her ideas. You'll need this, you'll need that, you'll need the other. But like for us as dads, it's like, I mean, we don't really come together and like, well, you got to do this and you got to do that. And you're just like, because, you know, I mean, it's hard to explain it in its own way. And it's hard to like each dude has their own way of listening. And the biggest thing that I learned, and everybody knows this, if you don't, I don't know, you're in the wrong relationship. You will not listen to something that your wife tells you to do. But if someone else, woman or man, tells you that same thing, if you respect them, they tell you the same thing, you will do it. Does yeah. that make sense? The craziest thing ever. I think it's because it's just like, you're like, ah, oh, my wife's demanding me to do this, and you're just trying to be stubborn, so that's just life. Happens, but happens it's like every it, day. <laughs> exactly. If your wife, your wife or your husband tells you advice, you're like, nah, you're crazy. But like, then the friend, the friend says the exact same thing, and then they're like, Oh yeah, totally. Oh my gosh, I did not even know and that. Then, and then you're and then you got like, eyes, you there. got eyes staring at you, going, really? Yeah, really. Yeah, like what the fuck? I, yeah, I just said that, <laughs> and that's what we're here to do. We're we're here to mediate. We're here to communicate from wives to husbands, and from or you know anything. You're not even married, whatever. I don't care if you want to have a baby and you're not married. I don't give a shit about that. Significant others. However, I don't want people to think that. But also, dad to dad, we're here for dads to call in because every dad. I think, you know, being a dad's awesome. But also, we still got to be dudes. And that's what I want to work. You know, I mean, I'm sitting here on this podcast watching this football game. Yep. Where the Colts are, Colts are really trying to fuck it up. But um, 
Sorry, Nate, the Cowboys. I don't want to talk when about do, it. Uh, when there. do the Cowboys play again? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just say the Cowboys couldn't beat the Giants. Like, I, I thought that was a lock. I put it in my parlay. Hey, I, Hunter, did you say something? It cut out. I didn't hear what you said. Oh, yeah. I was just trying to figure out when the Cowboys played again, but I forgot they don't play till September. Wait, you just cut out again. I didn't hear it again. Jeez Louise. <laughs> Your jokes. Your jokes are terrible. NFC East, go Washington football team. Respect. Wow. I'm pulling for him. I really am. Like, I, I'm, I'm respect. I'm really pulling for him. I'm trying to think, like, is there any other thing, like, like being a dad during COVID, are there any other things, like, for you guys that, you know, I mean, I, how long is this going to go? You think, like, you know, like, is it, like, I mean, are we saying this podcast now to – like, I honestly, yesterday I was sitting there and I'm like, am I going to remember how to go back to the old way? I honestly, you know, in my opinion, I think this has uh, freaked so many people out that I think you this will be somewhat of a norm going forward with a lot of people in society. I, 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 but I I'm like, all right, if the vaccine works and it's like, all right, everybody gets the vaccine, then are we just back to our normal lives or are people still freaking out because they're afraid it's going to But now is this, but now, I mean, is this vaccine going to be like the flu type vaccine where, you know, the strand comes around every year and, you know, they try to figure right. out, they, they try to figure out which one it is and create the, the vaccine to combat that one or, you know, the, the flu's never, it's like 30% success rate because they never get it right. You know what I mean? Right. I don't we know. need to go back in time to like right after smallpox or right after one of their pandemics and see how life was. So then we can we can figure it out because it's like it's just one day you're like, all right, we're back, we're good. No, we're I, good. I don't, yeah, I don't see it happening like that at all. It's, I mean, it's gonna have to phase back in, but I mean, I feel like it is slowly phasing in. Like you're watching a football game that like the Buffalo Bills never had fans. Now they're allowing less more fans. Because it's like I think that we're gonna we're slowly phasing into it without even noticing, but then I don't know. We tried that earlier in the year and it went back out. So it's just like, who knows? You know, video games are huge. Download, Dad. You need to make sure you have every one of your TV providers. Oh, absolutely. Because now that you're a dad, you you just like there's gonna be times. Like, you got to run to your child, you know. Got to go wake him up. Got to go put him to sleep. Got to go change that diaper. What's the? You can only grab one thing. You can grab that phone, all right? You can pull up that Hulu. You can pull up that Netflix. And you can keep it down low and it's not too bright if the kid needs to sleep or even you're just trying to keep it chill. Always make sure to have that shit downloaded. We need to do like a, we need to do like a dad, uh, dad, dad shows to watch, but every, every dad has their own different speculations um you know something i wanted to talk about and this is well it is covid related because i had a baby during covid so this is what happened at covid i want to talk about the labor process for me when we went through labor rachel got induced so it was like it was all planned out we went in there i don't know about y'all but i was i was expecting some sweaty i'm running around people are screaming (laughs) It's chaos. Mass chaos. Yeah. Labor was the chillest thing ever. Yeah. Maybe not. And I said, even for my wife, like the last 20 minutes when that baby was popping through, things got crazy because I can't, I can't imagine a, a, you know, a baby popping out my butthole. But I mean, it was her vagina, but I don't have a vagina. You know what I'm saying? But what I'm saying is like, 
we were literally and my wife will say she pissed her off because like it was one of the movies on the TV was Hobbs and Shaw so I was watching that while we were because it was just like all right you're sitting there and she's like all right we're gonna do four deep pushes and then we're gonna wait for three minutes and we're just sitting there I'm like man we need some music like we need something going on man it's too quiet up in here like I was like ACDC I was like, man, we're going to get some Thunderstruck. I need my kid to come into some pump-up jams or something like that. But I just want to warn, like, dads, like, hey, man, it's not like it's on TV. Maybe it is, though. I like, mean, I bet in some it, cases it's like that, yeah. The only – Do you, the only you guys have a natural water break? Uh, Cash uh, did not. She had to be induced a week after her uh, due date. Um, and yeah. – he was literally that pregnancy that delivery was the only scared part because uh they thought that they were gonna have to rush her back to do a c-section they didn't end up doing that but then after she yeah. ended up being like 10 meters dilated 10 centimeters dilated uh, 10 meters yeah, right. fuck. damn <laughs> crawl up in that son of a bitch 10 centimeters dilated. About to walk in here literally um the heartbeat monitor on cash started to like drastically like go crazy and then within five seconds about 10 nurses rush in and i'm like i'm freaking out like oh it's crazy i'm like whoa, whoa, whoa what what's going on like start talking start talking right well what had happened is one of the nurses came in and told sarah to to get on one side of her body to try to help yeah. him work down further and mm-hmm it was putting pressure on him. So he obviously, while he was in there, did not like that. And yeah, he's uh, uncomfortable. yeah, dude freaked me out. Like I thought some, somebody was like dying. Somebody about to die. Yeah. I was like, Whoa. And then Remy's same thing. Remy's was same nothing. Thing with him, you know? Yeah. So I know what you're talking. Yep. And then Remy's absolutely what? uneventful. Nothing. Whatsoever. Was that a natural water break? Yeah. So it was like at 3 AM I'm laying in bed and was chaotic. And was there chaotic? And well, I honestly, what's really, really crazy is that the mother, and I've talked to multiple people, the mothers are calmer than shit. She wakes me up just frantic because she didn't know what happened. She's like, I think my water yeah. just broke. And you would have thought I woke up like I was late to, to conditioning in college at 6 a.m. And I'm like, oh shit, coach is going to kill me. I'm dude, I'm not like go. what are we doing? Like like Sarah, like hurry up. Like the bag you need to get in the car. Like, let's go, babe. Let's get you in the car and let's go. She's like, no, just slow down. Let me call the nurse. I'm like, call the nurse when you talk to him at the hospital. You know what I mean? I'm 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 running around frantic thinking, oh shit, this baby's coming. Let alone say Well, mm-hmm. I guess I contradicted myself because on the way there on the interstate I said, Hey, do you care if I stop at McDonald's to get me a sandwich? <laughs> You, you and your damn food during pregnancy, man. She goes, hey, she, Nate loves pregnancy. Hey, she looked at me. She goes, "Are you serious right now?" I said, "Well, I mean, yeah, I am. But if you if you say nothing, if you don't want me to, I won't." She's like, "Just stop and get you a damn sandwich." Two for three. And then I stopped. Two for three. Dude, right I literally now. stopped, and that McDonald, that specific McDonald's, was closed. So I got off the exit for no reason, and I just went. Oh shit! Yeah. I got murdered. Oh, dude, the look she gave me, it was bad. I can't believe she. I can't believe you had the audacity. <laughs> hey, you mind if I? Uh, yeah, it ha- I, that happened. Got a moment later. Hunter was uh, yeah. Well, I mean, it, it was it was weird though because like I was at I was on nights at the time and um 
you know, Kayla had been texting me, you know, hey, I think I'm having contractions, stuff like that. And I was just like, oh, you know, it's cool. No big deal, right? You know, nine o'clock break. I don't think anything about it. You guys don't know how I am. I'm kind of like a space cadet sometimes. So then I like, I like go back to work <laughs> and it's like 1030 and I'm like, I'm going to have a freaking kid tonight. And then I like just started like freaking out for no reason. I hadn't heard from Kayla in like two hours, but I just started freaking out. So then she calls me at like one o'clock or something like that and was like, Hey, I'm going to head to the hospital. I said, all right, I'm on my way. Like ran across the shop floor through the locker room was changed in like two seconds. And I was out the door. I beat Kayla and her mom to the hospital by 15 minutes and they left before I did. And I mean, I, I was, I, I mean, I was freaking out for no reason. I just like, it was weird. What do you, uh, right. You don't know what to expect. Like, I think I, I had the same mentality. Cause it was like, like coming up to the last month, it was like, Rachel was just like, Hey man, we can have this baby anytime. Got to get this. So I like, I get the car seat based in there. So I got the car seat and it's like, all right, you got the bag packed, but I'm like, all right, do I need this bag in the truck? Like, as soon as this water breaks, do we got to be at the hospital within like 15 seconds? <laughs> yeah, that's what I thought. Like, I was like, I, yeah, I thought, I'm like, I thought like I was gonna have to end up going like 120 down the interstate. Like, it's like a yeah. like pressing issue. And she's like, no, you're good. I'm like, well, the baby's in there suffocating. Like, there's no water around it. Yeah. There's no. <laughs> it can't breathe. It can't breathe. I'm like, shit. So I guess dads, dads, ask questions when you yeah. go to the appointments. Like, oh, okay. When the water breaks. No, we'll, we'll, I'll clear it up. You know we'll clear I mean? it up right now. When the water breaks, you've got time. Okay. I had to ask my wife, but even she told me, she said, listen, if my water breaks, no matter where we're at, we will have time to go home. Because even when we, when we got our water broke, it was, you know, eight hours after. I mean, it's different for different people. Don't get me wrong. But like, once your water breaks, you're at so many centimeters. All you need to know is yeah. 10. All right. That's when true. you hear, or it, yeah, like that's all you need to worry about. When you hear any, when you hear the word 10 centimeters, it's that's when, that's, that's when it's game time. Party all started. Right? Game time. Yeah. Game time comes at 10 centimeters. Other than that, be chill, learn from us. Because like I was, I was, yeah, I was like, okay. Like I'm playing all these scenarios. We go to the restaurant. Do I have the bag? I was like, uh, we're going to be able to run home. Can I go get a sandwich or, you know, something like that? Like, but it's just like, yeah, it's cool. It's not, uh, the water breaking is big. That was like everything for me was so laid back versus what I expected. So I think like, but it, I mean, it, it was awesome. It was the greatest thing ever. But I think for, I just want to let all dads know like that last month, don't beat yourself up. Okay. Be prepared. All right. You know, like we talked about, get that baby room done and 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 just get that bag packed and, you, you know, get everything ready, get the car seat in, but you're cool, all right? You've got time. We just – we want to let – once the water breaks, that's not the two-minute warning. That, like – I think that's, like, the start of the fourth quarter in my mind. Or it is the two-minute warning, but you've got three timeouts. How about that? But that doesn't mean that you should still. That makes yeah. it, that that makes a lot. That doesn't of sense. mean that you should still stop at McDonald's. Though. Yeah. Two. Yeah. Don't stop at McDonald's a, to get sandwiches. A, 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 easy, like, easy, because if you're if you're if your significant other is not as chill as hey, Sarah, I, hey, I had a, you might die. I had a, if I would have said that to Rachel, she would have killed. Me. I had a selfish moment there for a second. Give me a break. It happens. Oh, just a moment. It was a moment. It's a very selfless purpose. It was. It was a moment. <laughs> 
I think that's the worst selfish yeah. moment you can have of all time. Like, hey, babe, I know you're about to pop our child out of your vagina and possibly rip yourself and ruin your hey, life. That's but... A, but, hey, that sausage JQ's biscuit. Just, it's calling it was the best one you've ever had. It's, it's was gotta... it the best one you've ever had? No. No. Not at all. Oh, you didn't even get it because it was closed. Because it was closed. Right. Now, tell me this. Was that the same time that they brought you, like, three breakfast sandwiches? Yes, the exact same time. So we ended up getting to the hospital like at three thirty, <laughs> four o'clock in the morning, and then I'd say about you six thirty-seven. No, dude, I tell I'm telling you, I didn't send the text out. Her mom showed up that morning with a fucking breakfast sandwich, and then my mom ended up bringing me one as well. That is so wild. Yep. <laughs> Your mom, though, I could totally see that. Your mom would definitely do that. That that cracks me up that you got like three breakfast sandwiches and bourbon at your pregnancy. And I didn't get any food. I always had to go. I, that was another thing I was really freaked out about was food, but not, nobody wants to hear about that. You know, that. now that I look uh, at it, I, I, it, it is real selfish because she can't eat a damn thing. She hadn't eaten in like 12 hours, and dude, I'm over there just They starved the shit out of them. <laughs> it's, they starved It's crazy. Them. It's crazy. My wife didn't eat for 24 hours. Like, we went and got dinner, and then we went in and got induced that night. At like we got induced at eight o'clock and the baby came at eight thirty and Rachel did not eat a damn thing and I'm well, like I mean I guess like, I guess the wrong wrong time to do a fast health wise but I mean I guess maybe that is a positive out of it yeah I guess if you're a woman <laughs> prepare not to eat like great yeah I, I don't know Rachel was like man I'm shaking I feel like I'm sick I'm like yeah you haven't fucking eaten in twenty four hours like I, I I'm not a doctor but like I don't I whatever okay I'm not the person here. All right. Well, hey, we're getting down. Um, I know at the end, I really wanted to talk about maybe some products like that you use as a dad that you love. Not even not just in COVID, but uh, my biggest one. I'm gonna say this: men, let you need to fight your woman for the diaper bag. Okay, there is no need to have a girly diaper bag. You can have whatever you want, but I'm going to tell you right now, they have some badass tactical diaper bags out there. They do. I've got right. one. It's camouflage. So you may not know about it because, I mean, what dad would? That's not like you're not growing up looking for diaper bags before you have your first child. But, so here's the here's know. the deal with the diaper bag on my, with me is it's turned into Sarah's massive purse. Like, it's not just for just the kids. Over I mean, it's over the top. Sarah's got everything in there. So and, all I need is my phone, the keys, and the wallet, and the keys go in there. The diaper bag, and a sandwich, it, 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 right? <laughs> From McDonald's. <laughs> and a McDonald's. But yeah, sandwich. like like Sarah throws her little like wristlet purse in there. You know, she got she puts her sunglasses in there. There's it's a tactical ones. They're bigger. I mean, I get it. I just I just don't use it. I mean, she she puts it on her back all the time, and it's just been something she's always been responsible for. I. I've never had to deal with it. Mine has a changing table inside yeah. of it, and it's awesome. Yeah, it's, Damn. Yeah, it's all... got folding legs. It goes up to chest. Top. No, I'm just kidding. It's just a pad, but it's like – it's cool. It's got like – I mean, it's got – you got a place for – it's got specific spots. If you're an organized dad like me, I, I'm not like the OCD, but I like to have things in perfect places, especially when I'm going. I'm a packer. I'm an outdoorsman, okay? I'm trying to see – I'm trying to spend seven days – with seven pairs of clothes in one book bag. So I'm trying to do the same thing with my child. Tactical book bag. Tactical whatever bag. If you're if you're that dad and you're like, listen, I'm not if I gotta wear this thing and it's Christy, I don't want it to be that. 
tactical diaper bags are a thing, so I want to let everybody know. That. I have I have two. Yeah. I have two. Can, what I, yeah. Come on, mine, mine is, so with cash, you know, everybody's different. Some people, you know, believe in the pacifier. Some people don't. It was definitely a soothing thing for both of our children. With cash, yeah. we were constantly going to the drawer, getting a new passy, going to the drawer, getting a new passy because we couldn't find them, especially at night when they wake up in the middle of the night because they, the, the pacifier is not in the mouth anymore, so it's pitch dark. You know, obviously, you don't want to turn the light on because they're still sleeping. You don't want to wake them up fully, and you're literally in the <laughs> pitch dark. Just you're, you're searching for a pacifier in the bed. And then, you know, come to find out it actually fell through the bed and it's now on, on the floor because you stepped on it on accident. You're like, oh, there it is. So with Remy, we bought the ones that have a clip that attaches to her yeah. shirt. So whenever yep. she doesn't have it, I know it's right there. And that's been it's, it's been a lifesaver for me on that because whenever, you know, the kids woke up in the middle of the night, I was always the one that got up. And it's the same thing in the morning. I actually enjoy that part. You know, it's my, you know, let's be, dads want to be dads and dads want to be soothers just as much as the moms do. And that was my way to say, hey, you know, daddy's here. I'm going to, I'm going to help you out. Right. <clears throat> and then the second one is a sound machine. Oh, yeah. Get and you a sound machine. We did talk about, we did talk about that. I forgot that you had got off. The oh, did, you, you guys talked about sound machines on that? Like yeah. The, the sound machine. Yeah. The sound machine is by far 100%. What kind of, what it, is do you a, use? it is a home medic home edit home medics sound machine it's kind of like a round flat that has you know about 10 different buttons for 10 different sounds and literally put them down turn it on that way you know i know everybody's like oh be quiet the baby's sleeping you know that what that knocks out all the the background noise of you know you and you know the significant other your wife or you know if you want to have friends over and gotta put the baby down you can you know still be you and you know live your life that evening while the kids are still down it's just it's right. it's a no-brainer have it yeah everything any sound machine because uh hunter was big on the shusher which is similar to a sound machine but it's just like you saying shush with your lips and i'm big on the hatch we use a hatch which is they're all the same thing i you know, find out that in the baby world there's 700 million different brands for each product oh and guess what they all work. There's not like some things are better than others, but really it's just going to be like trial and error. I got another one. We Okay. It's get you a portable potty seat and put it in your vehicle because toddlers, they don't know how to control their, their, uh, their bladders. And it's nonstop. I got to pee. I got to pee, especially if you're going on a trip, grab it. It comes with, it comes with disposable bags. Instead of you having to go to the uh, a restaurant or like a gas station, get the kids out, walk in, walk out, literally just pull off the exit, pull off on the side of the road to the exit. Unbuckle. Hunter, are you watching the game? I hate. This. I don't want to stop you. Yes, I Hunter, am. Are you watching the game? Are you guys? Are you watching the game, man? Yes, I am. No, Did I'm a little bit behind. So don't say no, don't say anything. I didn't see that either. Why am I live and nobody else is live? Because I paused it and then never fast forwarded it. Anyway, before I was rudely interrupted. Oh, shut up! <laughs> no, it's you've had three it's, products. So, 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 so even with uh, we just had this conversation last night. So there's a a mom that had three has three children, and if you're traveling or going somewhere by yourself, you've got to get all three of those kids out, drag them inside, drag them to the uh, restroom. 
just for one to use the restroom, right? Yes. But this this potty seat, literally, you don't have to get the kids out. You only have to get one out of the car seat, sit them on the, the seat, let them do their business. You tie it up, and then whenever you make your next stop to go to uh, to get gas, there's the trash can, drop it in, you're good. It's been a uh, lifesaver for us. It's been awesome. Don't have a name for it. It's easy. Just Google some portable potty and you'll find one so portable potties i'm done <laughs> no you're not uh, I know, would you like a minute my stuff last week um you know the shusher that's you know it's not desitin but it's like a spray desitin um yeah for the butt you know that's oh, for huge the butt? for me um, butt, butt rashes man i They're mean big. i use spotify all the time when it comes to, you know, putting Levi down for a nap or, you know, giving him or putting him down to go to bed. And I mean, it's. And he's... No. MVD app. That... <laughs> your son's going, your son's yeah. going to bed listening to our podcast. Yeah. That was a great drop right there. Yeah. Good job, Hunter. I like so, that. So, I mean, those, I mean, those are really the only things that we really use. Um, the one thing that I do like is we actually got these for Samaria. You guys know you have the, um, like the mittens for their hands so that way they don't scratch their face when they're a baby. Well, we got some that have like a, got a, mitten. a, a, it's, a it's like a teether Venture. into it. So the, they have the gloves that protect their face from their uh, fingers, but it also has like a, a part on the end where they can chew on it, like when they're teething and stuff like that. So those are pretty nice. Good deal. All right. Well, that is going to be the end of our podcast. We're on a little over. Like, we want to be around an hour, a little bit over, but everything's good. Um, great. Hopefully, you guys enjoyed this podcast. It's a lot about COVID. You know, times are crazy. So, it's, you know, it's nice to know we're all here. You know, video games are big. Just communicate, man. If you're a dad, talk to your other dads. Reach out to your dads, man. We're all losing our minds. I'm just kidding. We love our kids. But, you know, everybody's in their house, losing their minds. Um, just enjoy life. Uh, we're going to come back next week. Like I said, I'm going to try to get some social media up and going. Please give us feedback, what you want to hear, what you want to know. If you didn't like it, if you think <laughs> Nate's an idiot or, um, you know, because he said, he said, he kept saying pitch dark instead of pitch black, but, uh, we won't hold him hard that he's super selfish for the sandwich. <laughs> Ladies, I will give out his address. Hey, I don't need it. I don't need females blowing up to my, with my door knocking on the door. <laughs> but, Sarah, no. What the hell? <laughs> Are you the son of a bitch that wanted to get a sandwich? <laughs> but all right. No, but I'm going to try to get some, I'm going to get some social media together. Um, uh, we hope, uh, I'm going to turn it to Hunter. Hunter's gonna hit us with his dad joke, and he's gonna uh, he's gonna hit us back with a sponsor. If you guys didn't get it at the beginning, so oh, Hunter, take it away. Joke. Okay, you guys want to hear a joke about paper? That's terrible. Um, sure. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> These are so good. You got yeah. made really hardcore. You got <laughs> Nate good. <laughs> like like Nate was like uh, what? Uh, you blew his mind. Nate, you, Nate, no, but I can pull some good ones. Do you have a dad like joke? Oh, I got a book of them. That's oh, another thing we for another thing we forgot because we didn't tell Nate at the end of the segments we're doing dad jokes. So that's what we're gonna try to end everything with a dad joke. 
I didn't really come up with one. I'm, I'm hunters are so good. I don't even want to try to compete with them because like he did good. Like he had a great one last week and had another one this week. All right, uh, Hunter. Let yeah, guys. So don't forget this uh, podcast episode has been sponsored by Kayla Overly's Cincy Consultant uh, website, WorthEveryCent.com. Remember that cent is S C E N T. Um, there's an MVD, most valuable dad party going on. So just order from there and, um, we'll give you guys some shout outs. All right, boys and girls, dads, keep those new balances white (laughs) and those Wrangler shorts clean. And we will see y'all next week. Have a good 